One o'clock hour here. It's Cody and Gold hanging out on a Friday. We'll get to some of the coaches that have now been hired in the NFL, head coaches, that is. And we all have our opinions when they first get hired, and it's kind of fun to look back at how they all panned out. Nick Sirianni would be one of those examples from a couple of years ago where that press conference was a disaster, seemingly. But he ended up now going to a Super Bowl. Of course, not winning it, but has done great things already for the Eagles. So we'll look at this year's coaching cycle. Uh, they did not feature Eric Bieniemy getting hired as a head coach. We'll keep an eye and get back into a EB a little bit later on this hour as he is still in Washington, D.C. Uh, the reports indicate that the interview process is going very well. And, quote, he is the real deal, according to one source from uh, L- uh, Washington, D.C. that covers the team. Of course he is. Um, and this looks like it's going to happen at some point today, that EB will take the offensive coordinator gig with the Washington Commanders. Before we get back into that, Travis Kelsey last night was on Jimmy Fallon and uh, I think gave you exactly what you were hoping for if you were the folks over at Jimmy Fallon. And also we found out uh, that he's going to host Saturday Night Live. Before we get to the Saturday Night Live stuff, I I thought it was kind of interesting to hear Kelsey talk about Mahomes in the halftime speech because we we heard from Mahomes after the game on Sunday and other players that mentioned that Mahomes refused treatment at halftime, but that he was instead going around and trying to talk to the team and, and get them to, to play with energy again. Listen to Kelsey describe Mahomes' halftime speech. Watching the Super Bowl, I, I, I thought you were, you were out. i got to be honest. I mean, that second half, I mean, Patrick started limping off the field. They go, oh, gosh. Ten-point lead, man. Don't give Pat Mahomes ten points because he will just floor it. You really? Know I mean, he just... It's like, don't tell me no. Yeah, he got a... It'll probably go down as one of my favorite speeches. He At halftime, he... um. He got electric, man. He, uh, he, he lit a fire in everybody's tail just to, you know, want, want it that much more. And, um, and when you can do that with a group of men, man, that's a special human being right there. Yeah, and you got everyone hyped up and you came back. It was oh, yeah. an unbelievable comeback. Yeah. Second half was a lot of energy, man. A lot of energy. A lot uh, of passion. I wish we had the mic'd up of the halftime speed. That, that stuff we won't Normally get. Normally the Super Bowl wins, so much of that stuff comes out. So much really halftime inside the locker room, though, at halftime. The, the sideline stuff, yeah, we're already seeing more and more of that come out. I think uh, last night, I believe on YouTube now, you can watch like a 40, one of those 40-minute, which was great to watch in Miami. I haven't had a chance to watch this one where they put all those moments together and it kind of tells the story of the game. But I would, I would love to know exactly what was said at, at halftime. But that's to hear Kelsey say it's going to go down as one of his favorite speeches that Mahomes gave. I mean, that's probably that's, that's saying I, something. One of the things that came out last night was the – the clip of Mahomes after he got hurt. And you can see he's frustrated and it hurts and they're working on him. And he's like, I'm fine. I'll be fine. Like he's almost telling himself that like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's looking at the iPad, like going to go back. Like it was not like the time with Henny where he came in for that and they wanted to make sure and everything was okay. And that, but I mean, Kelsey, Kelsey's had a hell of a year. Let's just, let's just put, put his year in review for a minute. He started and is the co-host of one of the most rising in popularity podcast on the planet, right? So that's already a start. Then he he also won the Super Bowl. Seems like kind of a big deal. And he's going to get to host Saturday Night Live and honor very few NFL players ever get. I'd given you the list earlier today. It's just these players. Joe Montana, Walter Payton, Deion Sanders, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and J.J. Watt. Six. Six NFL players ever have hosted Saturday Night Live. Do you guys realize how long that show's been on TV and how many episodes a year they put out? There are plenty of opportunities for athletes to have a chance. And not that there's never been other athletes, right? Or Phelps or Andy Roddick or some of those guys who have had their opportunity to do it. But from a football player standpoint, 
This is an exclusive honor. Kelsey's going to kill it. I think mostly because he's self-deprecating. That's maybe the hardest part to get over anytime you're going to do this kind of thing. You have to be willing for something to be embarrassing and not be bothered by it. And the fact that catching Kelsey exists in this world at all is an example of why he won't be bothered by it. Did you watch Catching Kelsey, by the way? Bits and pieces. Bits and pieces? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, so I never watched it from start to finish. Um, I, I wasn't in Kansas City at the time, I don't believe. So I wasn't as locked into uh, to the dating show. All I know is it was it was definitely bad reality television. Definitely bad reality TV. I but watched, it is pretty wild that Travis Kelsey is tw- Travis Kelsey's going to go down as the greatest tight end of all time when his career's over. Uh, I think he's 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 right. He's, he's on the verge of being that. Um, and this dude had a dating show on E. I think it was, wasn't it? I think it was on E. Yeah. And and he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and now he's going to host SNL. Dude, he's a superstar. That's he's got why. a great personality. He can do whatever gig he wants after playing. And SNL is just the beginning. What's your he, guess for the gig he's in, by the cool. way? When this is mobile, all done, he mobile. hosts SNL. I think what's uh, the mo- big gig? Do you think he's like Strahan or Nate Burleson? And he's got this like big Good Morning America I think job. This is gonna be more entertaining. Is it more sports? I think is it's it? not sports. I th- I think he's got I think he's got a chance to do more non sports stuff. You know, my, heck, even Mike Michael Strahan does sports, but he does plenty of non sports as well. I, I could see him doing a lot of red carpety type stuff for uh, E, the E Network, and all all kinds of other things. And yeah, you think he's doing sports. the "What are you wearing?" thing? He's well, that I don't guy. Know if he's saying "What are you wearing?" But he's certainly doing funny interviews and bits and things like that. I think he will be involved in a lot of different platforms. I don't think it's going to be one particular gig that he does. I believe he'll be all over the place. It feels like Jason Kelsey must be close to retiring, and this feels like the perfect time for the two of them to start this podcast together. Is kind of a result of it. Certainly, but I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like it's more entertainment too. Like, I don't think he's going to be a, I don't think he's going to be a studio analyst for. You don't think he's going to host Good Morning Football? CBS. No, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't think he's going to be like a. I don't think he's going to be a sidekick in a booth. I don't think he's going to be like Terry Bradshaw, right, in a studio booth. I think he's going to do something bigger than that. I mean, in fairness, Nate, uh, Michael Strahan does multiple things. He's also a studio guy, but he also does these other. Uh, programs, right? Michael Strand hosts Good Morning America. Now, I don't think that necessarily is what Kelsey's going to do, but in terms of entertainment-y type stuff, like he's not going to be Ryan Seacrest, but I could see him doing some of those type of things. Like, uh, I'm just trying to think. Like, like Ryan Seacrest was hosting Live with, you know, he hosted Regis's show, whatever, with Rip, Kelly Ripper, right? Sure. And now it's not him, and now Kelly's going to do it with her husband or whatever. But uh, like, I could see him hosting a daytime talk show even. Entertainment stuff, pop culture stuff. You think like uh, like Seacrest makes me think like you think he's like a New Year's Eve bash. He's like standing up there. Why, I don't know if he'll like be the, the main host, to... but why wouldn't he be part of the coverage? I don't know, man. That you're right. That does feel like his vibe, and he feels like a better like. This is nothing against Patrick. Patrick is obviously one of the greatest players of all time. He feels like a better host than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the obvious host because he's a superstar. He's the best quarterback. You know, whatever. Right, yeah, logical. But the all the other guys are pretty much quarterbacks. The personality fits Kelsey. I think he'll be great on SNL. I really do. I think he'll be terrific. They got three weeks to prep him up. They're going to have some good material for him to work with. They're going to make make his job so easy for the most part uh, to, to make sure he's ready to go, and I think he'll, he'll kill it. I can't wait. I'm really, 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 really looking forward to it, and it's going to be, I don't know, must-watch TV in Kansas City all of a sudden. Do you think he'll be in movies here pretty soon when his career is over as well? I don't know. Um, this actually might determine that for me. Okay. 
I haven't seen him in enough commercials or acting situations. Like, right, in the high V commercials, he doesn't talk. <laughs> it's like, I got a better sense of who Patrick is as an actor, which is never going to be in movies. Like, All I got to say is, if I'm if I'm Kelsey's marketing agent, man, you are still got plenty of money coming your way over the next 20 years, my man. Yeah, Whoever, don't worry about spending a little bit of your playing money now because there's plenty more where that came from. Yeah, you know, sometimes you're, you're a marketing agent for, a, for an athlete. When they retire, maybe things calm down. Not for Kelsey. There's going to be plenty of deals you're going to be negotiating still going forward. Yeah, you, you, got, you might actually be better being that versus being his like sports agent, Gold. Being his marketing agent might mean more money and more chance to succeed on that end. Speaking of chances to succeed, now that we have all, like, Eric Bieniemy is likely, it looks like, to take the offensive coordinator job for Washington, based on all the reports, that's the way it looks like it's going to go. Which made me wonder about the guys that got chosen instead. So, let's very quickly say the guy we think will do the best in their new role as an NFL head coach, and who will do the worst and the one we will laugh at based on the fact that they chose him instead of Eric being him. Do you want to start with best or worst? I'll start with best. I, so there's two that, to me, are the only possible answers. Um, I, I'm going to actually go with D'Amico Ryans uh, okay. down in Houston. A lot They're of draft have, assets. A ton of picks. Going to have a top five pick. Maybe they trade up and go and get Bryce Young. That changes everything for that franchise. It's also a division that I still think is very winnable. The Jags are on the up and up. I get that. But the Colts, who knows? Uh, the the Titans are heading in the opposite direction now. So I think the, the Texans could have some success early uh, with D'Amico Ryans quicker than maybe some of these others. D'Amico Ryans, I went back and forth between him and Frank Wright because I still believe Frank Wright could be a good head coach and Carolina's My problem is he might get stuck with the same thing he was in Indianapolis, which is who the hell is his quarterback, Gold? Like, I, I think Frank Reich is a good head coach, too. But I also, he, he's, he doesn't have any position to succeed. Like, right now, Houston's the number two overall pick. So, I mean, they're going to get a quarterback. They're going to take their chance. It feels like it's got a good chance to succeed. I think I might go Shane Steichen. And I know that'd be like, really? well, well, the reason why is similar to Houston. I think that they're going to get a quarterback. I think they're picking fourth. I think they're going to trade up. I think they're going to take their chance and they're going to get a a quarterback and I think offensive coordinator for a good offensive system, especially a running based offensive system. Even if they have to go with the guy who's more mobile, like Stroud, I think they'll find a system that works for there. I think he'll have success there. The one I'm convinced is going to stink is Gannon. That's going to bomb. That because is of him going or just because of Kyler Murray. Bomb. The, the, Both. They the, chose the, a defensive coordinator for their big headed, like ego driven quarterback like there's just no chance that's gonna work uh, that one is gonna fail i'm convinced that one's gonna fail the question i could be talking to sean payton feeling pretty bad too by the way he'd be second on my list for failure but it's gonna fail with gannon the thing with gannon though is just that kyler murray's not gonna be available till like november he's coming off the injury they have the acl injury so th- this next season is almost a lost cause because you're gonna have to have somebody else starting a quarterback for 75 percent of this season in your first year so you know judging him in year one is gonna be very difficult can he turn the defense around, I guess, but who's their quarterback for the first three, four months of the season in Arizona? I don't know. I mean, look, that's going to cause them problems. I like D'Amico Ryans, too. I, By the way, like other than Gannon, who I think you would probably also rank class. Is that right? Sean, it's Gannon or Sean Payton is the bottom two. Dude, that's I mean, what's Sean, amazing. Sean Payton is, is, you know, I think Sean Payton's obviously a very good head coach. He However, Russell Wilson, it might just be damaged goods, man. Can he even, like, what's, what's best case scenario that you can get Russell Wilson to if you're Sean Payton next year? 15th best quarterback. Like, 10th? Yeah, best case scenario, probably in that 12, like, yeah, 10, 12 range. Realistic scenario, 15, 17 20th? to 20. Yeah. 
and which the, is a huge upgrade, by the way, from what he was. But that's not enough to go win a division. That's not enough to go win a, ta- a, a, a title. And you know how easy it'll be for it to fail? The easiest solution in, like, how will this fail is when your bosses, like, just let's say this show, for instance, when your bosses both are paying you a lot of money and you're not winning. Because Sean Payton might be making $20 million a year, gold. He might be making 18, 19, 20, $25 million a year. He's making a lot of money. Those numbers aren't out there yet, but reportedly he wanted around $20 million a year in order to become a head coach. And it certainly felt like he didn't really want to go to Denver and eventually settled in on coming to Denver. So if that's the case, I am to assume that has failure written all over it. And they gave up some of their better defensive players in the middle league, like Chubb, for draft picks, which they had to trade in order to get Sean Payton. They have no draft assets, they have no cap space, and they have no quarterback. That one is not even even on Sean Payton. I think Gannon might fail because I don't think he's a good head coach, or I don't think he's going to end up being a good head coach. Sean Payton might fail because there's no way for it to succeed. Yeah, I mean, the, the it's interesting just to see the, the hires and the, knowing that the Eagles lost their OC and their defensive coordinator. They lost in the Super Bowl, and they lost their OC in D.C., there's a team that, you know, we, I don't, they're not going to go Rams where they fell off the face of the earth after winning the Super Bowl. But the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl, and they lost their OC in their D.C. Jason Kelsey, we don't know if he's going to stick around, if he's going to retire or not. Jalen Hurts is the real deal. Um, but, but he's still going to prove it one more year yeah, before you're, yeah. like, totally That's in. what I'm saying. Like, you got to see one more year. Otherwise, it, it's just like Lamar Jackson for a year. Right? You got to see it again. Well, it's also just, I mean, both Cincinnati, you know, Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl last year and lost, and they still ended up going to... Uh, an AFC title game the next year. Are you more confident the Eagles return to an AFC title game or that Cincinnati would have returned this past year to an AFC title game? You know what I'm saying? Like the, the NFC is still more wide open to where the, if the Eagles, Eagles were, have a better if, chance because there's less competition. Yeah, sure. the Eagles were in the AFC. I would say it's much more challenging than to imagine them making another deep run. NFC, and they're going to still be one of the top two, three teams in the NFC next year. Yeah, just based on the way, unless, I mean, unless they all get the quarterbacks, unless all the NFC teams get Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr goes, or, or I don't know, the 49ers actually get a healthy quarterback, or they all draft, all the NFC teams draft all the good quarterbacks. Right now, the AFC, and for, for at least the foreseeable future until some better drafted quarterbacks end up in the NFC, the AFC is the much tougher road, especially because, as we pointed out, the the, the only problem, the, the other problem with the AFC gold versus just like, you know, Cincinnati's, challenge with the other teams is they only one slot is available. Only one slot is available in the AFC title game every year. Only one team in the AFC has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. That isn't the chiefs. The chiefs are in it. That's a lock. Oh, there's one to come sl- out Two, There's two, yeah, two slots in the AFC title game, but you're saying no, but there's only the one AFC. slot for everyone yeah. else. Oh, you're just saying. If you're you any mean, other team in the mean, AFC, there's only one slot available. Most likely. The Chiefs I mean, take I, the up. They've been in five I, straight. No, I understand. I know. Most likely. Well, yeah, but I mean, the Chiefs aren't going to go to 12 straight AFC title games, though, Cody. I don't know. Tom How Brady many, didn't go the, to. What was yeah, the Patriots yeah, one? I was, was going to look up. Was too. it like 11 like, to 13 uh, or something, man? Brady AFC title. That's games. a high enough percentage that I'm not really having the opposite conversation. In total, he went to 13. I don't know what the streak was, but in total, Brady went to 13 AFC conference title games. He was 10 and 4 in his entire career, including the NFC. He won nine of them with the the Patriots. So looking at his track record, what was the longest? So he went in 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. How many years was he with the Patriots? So he went to eight straight. Is that right? I think I got that right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight straight, Cody. So Brady went to eight straight. So Mahomes was three away from having the same amount of consecutive AFC title game appearances as He played Brady. like 19 years in New England, and they went to, and that includes the year that he got hurt. 
So let's say it's 18 years. 18 years in New England and 14 of those years he was in the AFC title game cold. That's one spot. I understand that there might be some odd yeah. year that he's not. That's one slot. There's one slot. And Patrick Mahomes is clearly on pace to do that kind of thing because he's been to five. He's hosted five straight AFC title games. I'm pretty sure that in the next 10 AFC title games, Patrick Mahomes will be in like eight of them. So I understand that maybe in the off year, but for the for the majority of the conversation we're having here, there is one slot available in the AFC title game. You don't want to be banking on the one weirdo year that Mahomes doesn't actually get to it. And we sit here on this show and be like, boy, that's weird. I wonder how we're supposed to feel about this. The divisional round. Huh? Huh? And it would seem more likely now because there's not the double buy, but I don't know, man, the double buy hasn't existed. Didn't exist this year. And it still ended up with the chiefs playing in the AFC title game. Who's more miserable today. Eagles fans, Bengals fans, or bills fans. If I, if it were me, I'd say bills only because their future is the least bright of those three. But realistically, it's probably Cincinnati. They talked a whole... Not the Eagles still coming off the, the loss. Dude, you don't think they're still feeling it? They, they were talks. still talking, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eagles fans talk a lot of trash and then also had to... Got served up. But the Bengals players also talked a lot. I think the answer is so, probably Buffalo as well, just because of where they're at financially already. Jill Burrow's still... The number for Burrow's not going to kick in for two more years, even when they get a new, get a new yeah. deal this offseason. T. Higgins, maybe they'll trade him this offseason. They haven't had those repercussions yet. The Bills have already gone through some of that, and they have nothing to show for it. And now the Buffalo Bills have been surpassed by the Cincinnati Bengals, so they're third in line in the AFC. What are the Eagles going to do if they ban the push, though? Because reports are that player. the NFL is looking again at the, the – it's called the butt push. Yeah. They're looking to ban the butt push um, in the NFL. But it's just – is that – Gold's looking like my kids, kids are here. Are they brought me food. It. Your kids are going to love that. My kids – Desmond, the only two words out of his mouth are butt push. And by the way, it is absolutely hilarious to me right now. Your kids What's eating Desmond a corn dog. Of what course, Des- eating? Desmond's eating a corn dog. He's looking at me like, what's wrong with the corn dog? There's Jed, nothing Mike, wrong with the corn dogs. Two kids are eating corn dogs right now. Oh, I'm aware. I let of, them in. Of course, the Chiefs play was corn dog, and we were talking about corn dogs earlier, and, and the text line actually was a little more split than I thought it would be on, on the corn dog conversation, and you mentioned a Sonic corn dog, and I guess uh, you guys uh, went to Sonic, and, and your son is enjoying the corn dog, and I got some Motsi sticks. Oh, thank you so much. Look at this. Oh, what a treat. Yeah. Oh, Ruby, yeah. do you think corn dogs are good? Yep, she's yeah, she nodded her head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She gets it. She understands. What if the play was called Motsi Sticks? Motsi Sticks? Would that be more iconic? But do other people call them that or just you? Like well, I other, heard people, you... other people call them Motsi sti- uh, Sticks. Jay, what do you think in here? I've Motsi never, Sticks I've never heard oh, that. I am not the only person that's called Mozzarella Sticks Motsi. There's no way. I would, I... I've never called them that. I don't want to say that like I'm the majority of people in this situation. I've never heard my wife call them that. I've never heard Jed call him that. He's saying he doesn't call him that. I'm, I'm just, not the only one. I you're know, I sure know. you've heard other people I know, say Motsi sticks? I know sticks? I didn't make this up is what I'm saying. Like, I, I know I didn't make up, up, up that phrase. It's just like an well, Andy Reid nickname. It's not that hard. You just added a Y to the end of something. I think Cody's kids are even too old to be saying Motsi sticks. <laughs> like, that's the most childish thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> We're going to need the text lane again on this one. 913-586-7610. Have you or do you... Say Motsi sticks. Have you ever heard someone like, say I don't, that? When I'm at the restaurant, if I happen to like ordering an appetizer, I don't say, can I get some Motsi sticks? Uh, so I'll say a mozzarella sticks. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. But if I, you order that through that's a not, server that's not what I say. or through a drive-thru, if you said, may I have Motsi sticks, please? They would be like, I want a medium. In fact, because I'll, I'll be honest, Sonic has incredible mozzarella sticks. They are actually, Very good. They're actually really, really good. They're better than some restaurants. Better than some restaurants? Mm-hmm. Now, you guys are going to make fun of me because I appreciate your wife, first of all, for bringing Wait, me. Wait, you're not going to use the, mo- the I'm marinara? I'm not going to use the marinara sauce. <laughs> I knew you guys would love that. Yeah, not going to use the marinara. Calls the Motsi sticks, and he's not even going to use the marinara, Jed. What are we going to do here? The Mary sauce? <laughs> the Mary, Mary sauce. sauce. No, Mary sauce. Motsi with Mary sauce, baby.
That's how you do it. Someone says Moz sticks, but not Mozzie sticks. Someone says it's Mott sticks, not Motsy. Someone says they say Mott sticks for short. Hmm. It's split. Text line split. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. We've really covered some important stuff today. You know what? The Chiefs won the Super Bowl yeah, you know, five thought- days ago. We got to do a parade. We got to talk about Travis Kelsey hosting Saturday Night Live. There's a lot going on in Chiefs Kingdom. But I am happy to talk about both corn dogs and mozzarella sticks. Today. Why not? Why not? I man? can't bring myself to say Motsy sticks in a serious way, but or Mots. What about just Mots sticks? Mots sticks. Mots. In a weird way, I think I maybe prefer Motsy. I don't Someone know. Says, Since I'm not six, no. <laughs> did you when you were six though? What did I? What? This person. I want to know if they oh, did it when they oh, were. Oh. I want to. They grew out of it, or if they've just never heard people refer to it that way. That's really I'm what saying, I'm trying to get. Who to doesn't the like here. mozzarella sticks? Honestly, though, what's wrong with it? Monsters. It's fried and there's cheese inside of it. I'm a little it's concerned that you don't use the marinara with it. That that part's a bit concerning because I'm not sure. I've of course used marinara in the past with it, but in general, they're usually if they're good. You think they stand the test? If of time they're of good enough, this is my theory on fries too. If fries are good enough, you don't have to use ketchup with them. If the mozzarella sticks are good enough, I don't have to use marinara with them. You know. And you, if your steak's good enough, you don't need to use uh, a one. A one. If it's you don't use a one on a really good steak, there's no need. It's a it's a it's a good steak. Okay. I'm looking forward to football season's over cold, which means you get to cook for yourself a little bit again. Well, the grill th- this weekend, you might be actually fire up the grill. It's going to be like 58 degrees on Sunday heading into president's day weekend. Absolutely. I'll be cleaning up destroyed fence from last week. Yeah. I mean, your, your wife is just does everything for you guys. That you know? is not true. She just genuinely your wife offered does to bring everything. me food because I think she, she wanted you, to get out of the house. She brought you food. She took care of the kids for nine days while you were living it up in Phoenix, going to golf tournaments, well, I'm not going, she's a better going person to Super Bowls. I do some stuff. You made her clean up the fence area while you were gone. Now, the, I mean, the tree company did that, and then I'll do it this weekend. But she, did she set up the arrangements for that? The tree company? Uh-huh. She had to contact the apartment <laughs> complex. Yes. See, she's doing it all. She's doing it all. What was I supposed to do? I wasn't there. I couldn't solve that problem. So it says, can we talk more about Gold's refusal to use sauce? Yeah, it's we not, can talk no, about that. I'm not anti-sauce. Just I don't need the marinara sauce. Also, we're at a radio station. It's just way less messy. Like these things, I can't wait till we go to break. In fact, we're going to go yeah, to break. Yeah, let's go to break. So I can eat some mozzarella sticks, and we're going to get to what's trending, and we'll talk a little bit more about the play the NFL is looking to ban here on Cody and Gold. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, Travis Kelsey announcing last night when he was on with Jimmy Fallon that he's going to host SNL coming up on March the 4th. So the first Chiefs player ever to host Saturday Night Live and a pretty select group now of NFL players that Travis Kelsey uh, has put himself in the company of. That's going to be a ton of fun. I, I, I think we're all wondering who's making cameos. Can they get Andy Reid up there? Can they, can they get Patrick Mahomes? Maybe, maybe some other past uh, references. I think the ratings are just going to be insane for that Saturday night, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't watched on an actual Saturday, Saturday Night Live, in years. Usually I'll catch, I'll the, catch clips. the clips the next morning. But this is one of those where, yeah, I'm going to watch it right there on that Saturday night, March the 4th. Next up on Watch Training, just announced over at Legends Field where the KC Monarchs played, Marquez, that's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Marquez Valdez-Scantling <laughs> will be hosting a charity softball game at Legends Field Friday, June 9th. It will include, as this says, the way it put is, Offense versus defense tickets on sales. Now that'll take place at legends field. I'm interested in that. I mean, I, you know, like you think you need offense versus defense roster might have 53 guys on up and then the practice squad. So what do you need? 10 on 10 need 20 of these players to show up Do big charity softball games. Tyron Matthews used to host a charity kickball game pretty regularly. 
until COVID and those things kind of slowed that stuff down. I'm really excited. It feels like it's been a while since we had a big, huge charity team versus team celebrity game. So MVS will be hosting his at Legends Field on Friday, June 9th. Yeah, that'll be cool. Going. That'll be cool. Look, he signed a three-year contract with the Chiefs this past offseason. Uh, someone that's going to hopefully be here for the duration of that contract. I, I think we all saw what he did in that AFC title game. I mean, they needed somebody to step up, but he, he had, had a his, huge game. Yeah. His best game of his most impactful game, I should say, of his NFL career. Thinking of MVS, his former landing spot. Green Bay Packers reworking a deal for their running back Aaron Jones today. Goes from making $16 million to making $11 million. Kind of similar to how the Chiefs had reworked the Frank Clark deal a season ago. They want to retain Aaron Jones there in Green Bay. He doesn't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be his quarterback, but they know they're going to have Aaron Jones. And he's not going to make more than that amount of money anywhere else. Yeah, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones was a heck of a one-two punch there in Green Bay, even in a, in a bad season for them. They tried to make a late push, of course, and then lost to the Lions there on Sunday Night Football. Pretty good chance you were going to have to rework that to being a rushing offense without Aaron, you know, without Aaron Rodgers anyway, so you might as well lean into that fact one way or the other. There's another running back who doesn't have his his or his future yet figured out. Saints Alvin Kamara among four players to be indicted for assault and battery for an incident stemming from what was that like a, a week before the end of the regular Pro Bowl season? Week. Remember, it was Pro, oh, Pro Bowl week. It You're was right. Pro Bowl week. Pro Bowl week. Also includes former Chief Chris Lamont, who you remember was famously claimed by the Cincinnati ba- yeah, Bengals in the AFC title game. He's Cincinnati Bengals Chris Lamont. When it comes he was to those, a Chief when, when it, that when, happened. When it comes to legal problems, he is a Cincinnati. You claimed him. You got to deal with the problem now. He's a Cincinnati Bengal. That's a fool. That's a, that's a weird incident because like yeah. the reports out of that story were like all of them got into a brawl outside of a nightclub in Las Vegas like during Pro Bowl week and then it just seemed like it was quiet for a while but all four indicted down so I guess we'll see what happens next. Alvin Kamara obviously had over the last five years been one of the better backs in the NFL. And lastly on what's trending the Jets reportedly are going to host former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr this weekend in New York City as he will now go on a tour to multiple destinations. He's a free agent. He requested uh, basically the ability to waive his no trade clause and so the Raiders were forced to cut him. He's already visited the Saints. He's now going to visit the Jets. I think this will continue for the next week or so. You think that's a good fit for the Jets? The one thing about it is you said he'd be your third choice, but the other two you'd yeah. have to trade for, and it's a much more difficult process. If you can just convince Derek Carr to play for you, no no draft assets, just money. And less money than Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson will want. And I know that that's not always a good thing because what you want is elite quarterback play, but the Raiders are, or the Jets are actually in that that sweet window up. They have a ton of young talent. They do. So paying one player, especially quarterback, it's not that bad. You might be able to surround Derek Carr with just enough talent to do it. I actually, believe it or not, not that this has to be a Derek Carr defense conversation. I saw somebody post the defensive ranks of every team he's been on with the Raiders. The best they've ranked was 20th twice. They have ranked dead last just as many times twice. And every other time, somewhere between 23rd and 29th in defensive ranking. He has played for a team that is nothing but terrible defenses the entire time. You might think Kansas City's defense frustrates you sometimes. It has been a mess the entire time for Derek Carr. And lastly, today is the 60th birthday for Michael Jordan. You know, he's worth like $1.7 billion. That's it? That's it. That's I did it. see that he was making the largest donation he in did. Make-A-Wish Foundation history. Is that what it was? $10 million. $10 million. Yeah. Record-breaking $10 million donation to Make-A-Wish. That's what he did on his 60th birthday. Uh, that's really cool to see uh, Michael Jordan do, of course. The GOATs. I do kind of want to see that new movie that's coming out that's about the how Nike decided on Jordan at the time. Ooh. Oh, God, what is it? Um, what is the name of the movie? I just saw the trailer for it. It's got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Air, and called Air. 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 
about the uh, Vicaro. The, the have you seen the trailer for it? I have not. You I know, know it's, it's really about, good. It's, so here's the, the, it's the directed quick, by Ben Affleck, I think. The whole synopsis basically follows the history of shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro, how he led Nike in its pursuit of the greatest athlete in the history of basketball, Michael Jordan, directed by Ben Affleck. Yeah, Dude, it's a great cast. Affleck, Matt Damon, Viol- uh, Viola Davis, Jason Bateman. When's this coming out? Oh, it's actually coming out pretty soon. April 5th. There you go. Letting you know about a new movie you should check out because you mentioned Michael Jordan's birthday. Did you, <laughs> you see the... Uh, Local TV affiliate, I think it was the Fox affiliate here in town, was doing their movie segment on Friday, and the, the Winnie the Pooh movie, like the the haunted one, the blood and honey or, one, or whatever it the is, like, they the gave like it zero movie, zero popcorn bags. That makes me want to see it more because <laughs> it's so bad. Maybe yes. Look, there's there's a level of bad where you're like, it's a bad movie and it's not entertaining. I'm not interested. And there's a level of so bad, I'm interested. Like it's so bad, there is some inherent like freak show interest in the movie. Blood and Honey. What's the worst movie you remember ever seeing Ooh, in theaters? I'm man. pretty sure that my answer remains Ravenous, but it's it's tough to I'm say. I'm actually trying to remember so many bad ones. The Man would have been up on the list with Eugene Levy. I had a, a one of those movie passes probably six years ago, five years ago, and so I was going to way more movies than I normally would. Like at a point where I was going multiple a week because why not? Yeah, sure. And I'm trying to remember. I, there, it was the only movie I ever walked out in the middle of. I was like, I was tired too, and I'm just like, eh, screw this. Like, I, I can. I can just get other movies I, later. I, I'm trying to remember. I, I can't remember the name of the movie though. Um, but it was the only movie I've ever actually said. You know what? There's still an hour to go. I don't need to see the rest of this. Oh man. So if you've never seen the, if you've never seen the movie Ravenous, let me quickly give you the plot. <laughs> the plot is they are like in a Donner Party situation where they are strand. They're colonials. They are stranded in a situation where food comes is becoming hard to come by. Then cannibalism occurs only to discover that the cannibalism actually makes you stronger. It's like you gain their power by eating them. So it turns into a super fight between like two or three people who've eaten enough people that they've now become super strong to fight each other. So it wasn't great. (laughs) It was not a great movie, but it's like freak show bad where you are. You were like, I guess, you know, it's kind of like, I new, think maybe a Guy Pierce was in it. Doesn't he make any sense to have like a good actor in it? Is it today or next Friday? The new uh, Marvel movie comes out. Is that today? Today. The Quantum whatever. Yeah, Quantumanium. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to see that this week? Yeah, I'll go. See. I don't know if I'll see it this Should weekend. Should do good this week. It's President's Day weekend. People are off work Monday. I, 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 I imagine it. it'll have a pretty big opening box. I haven't gotten a movie in months, it feels like. But we're post football season now. I feel like stuff like that mm-hmm. opens back up a little bit. Someone on the text line says, Sausage Party, the worst 15 bucks they ever spent. The movie Sausage Party, the two hours of their life they'll never get back. Someone else says, Showgirls, the only movie they've ever walked out of. It's the only movie they ever walked out of? There's so many choices. It says, Movie Pass, Geostorm was the worst they ever saw in theaters. The Movie Pass allowed you just to go to movies that you would never normally spend money on. That was the beautiful thing about it. I guess they brought the Movie Pass back. They reworked it, but they have it in a couple select cities, including... Kansas City, you can do the movie pass again. They Fortunately the, for me, they were the first to do a friend who works at AMC. I mean, uh-huh. I have a movie pass that we go to for free. So I probably will go you see Quantum Mania. I just don't know when. My kids would like to see a movie. There's no kids' movies out right now. There's none? No, it's just all there is is uh, Puss in Boots, but. They've already seen it? They've, we've already seen it. Okay. And there's like one showing of one other movie that I'm not familiar with. It's like one showing. I got to go to like that one time it's playing. Because Quantum Mania is going to be in like 78 theaters this weekend. You know, How many movie. people do you think would show up to a movie theater on Sunday if they said, hey, we're going to re-air the Super Bowl without commercials at a movie theater? How many people do you, do you think they would sell out the movie theater if sun, this Sunday if they aired the Super Bowl again without commercials? Ah, man, I think I saw it quick. 
Like if we convince, I mean, the problem it. is you got to pay. You got to pay a lot of money to air that. That's right. That's the problem. Remember, we looked yeah. it up. It's like we thought about doing that once for like an old Super Bowl, and it's like hundreds of yeah. thousands of dollars of money you would need to do it. So I don't know what the what per about, ticket uh, price you would need in order to air that, but probably a lot. What about on one of your five patios on the projection screen? We do that. In the, in the backyard, and it's going to be nice this so. weekend, so I could set up the projector on the on the the screen porch. That's where we normally watch the outdoor movies. But yeah, sure. Help Cody clean up his backyard from the debris. And we'll put and, on the and Super Bowl. And we'll put on the Super Bowl, yes. On the, on the screen porch. And, you know, the sunset's earlier during this time of year, so it's easier. We can fire it up a little earlier in the night versus Perfect. the summer. Or I might have to wait till 9 o'clock to start that movie. It's got to be a certain level of dark in order to do it. Fantastic what's trending. Before we, before we head things off to CDOT, coming up at 2 o'clock for the weekend, go back to, to 2021, though, the year after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And, of course, they were getting set for the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Bucks. We know the offensive line really ended up the injuries failed, failed this team in that Super Bowl. And the Chiefs uh, went into an offseason season and were ultra-aggressive in the draft and trading for Orlando Brown Jr., gave up first-round pick, ended up drafting Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and now we look at this offensive line as a strength, to say the least, for this football team. That was just part of how they completely overhauled the identity of the team after losing to Tampa. It is, and I, you know, Mina Kimes made a really good point about it on ESPN, which was, it's a lot of it to me is about the willingness to do it. There was no reason, in my opinion, Gold, at that time to change who you were fundamentally offensively, and that's what they did. They went from spread everybody out, pull four wide receivers wide, kind of like the way Philly plays in the first half, spread everybody out, big, deep passes. Even think about how Cincinnati played this year. That's what they looked like. They had gone to three. They had hosted three straight AFC title games. They'd been to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. Everything was gangbusters. They lost a Super Bowl that they easily could have explained away as, ah, we just got hurt at the wrong time. And instead, they changed their style of offense over a two-year time period. Certainly even more so after the AFC title game against Cincinnati. But the second they started to rework their line, they're like, you know what we're going to be? We're going to be a different kind of team. And we're not going to play the same kind of football because that's going to get us beat. And if we don't evolve, we'll die. And I think it's easy to say, yeah, all teams should do that. But they don't. Like, look at Sean McVay. He's never changed the way that they play offense. Or even look at, like, and we'll find out how these play themselves out over time. But, you know, Nick Sirianni hasn't had to reinvent himself. Can he? Can he if he has to? Can he look different if he has to? Can he do those things? And I feel like right now there are very few coaches in the NFL I trust that over an 18-month time period will change the way to do it. They run more big tight end, big NFL sets than anyone else in the league, and they have the most prolific quarterback. It actually doesn't make sense. They kind of like half invented a new version of the same spread offense they were running but it looks totally different than the way anyone else in the NFL is running. It. And that's what makes Andy so great. I mean, you're spending 14 years in Philly and you're spending 10 years, 10 plus now in Kansas city. And he's been able to adapt his playing style and coaching style. I should say with different quarterbacks, with different eras of this league and how the league has shifted and how rules have shifted. And he's still at the top yeah, of the list changes. of being innovative. And that's what has made him. So he's in his sixties and he's still the most innovative yeah. mind in the league. We can give our props to Kyle Shanahan and these other coaches, but Shanahan runs his system. It's a very effective system. Yeah, but it's his system, right? You haven't seen Shanahan like make some ma- like Andy changed what they were doing. He did, and and then this this goes into also part of the Brett Veach conversation with this as well. If Andy is trying to be ahead of the curve and adapt, that also means you got to be on the same page with your general manager and your front office and making sure you have the personnel that's able to execute what you're trying to do. And that's where the Chiefs are so great right now. Why they're in the model yeah. franchise, not just because they're actually winning the championships, but because the way they've built this team 
and the relationship Mahomes with his OC, with his quarterback coach, with Andy. Andy and Brett Veach clearly get along, and then going up the food chain from there. That, yeah, because you do have to works, get Brett man. Veach on board with it too, you know. Be like, hey, by the way, uh, we're going to change the whole way we look, so you're going to need to draft different. It's like, what? Like, yeah, I'm going to need you to sign some more tight ends. You're like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, get, get them all in. Get all the tight ends you can find in here. Draft one and give Jody Fortson another contract and bring back Blake Bell and go ahead and continue that. The real question is, will they stay this way again next year or how long before they, like, no, I think how many years over and over again are they going to just, like, constantly r- change the way they always, look? And I would probably, say. You know I, was, I mean, I think so, too. With Andy, I think the answer is always. that That's what's made him so great. They're going to continue to try to ch- change what they've been doing and stay ahead of everybody else. I thought with Patrick, I thought with Alex Smith, and this is not a knock on Alex Smith. I think with Alex Smith, they did a little bit less of it. They found a system that worked. They really were trying to, like, be careful with it, be smart about it, and, you know, like, do the things they knew Alex did well and execute that system to the best of their ability. But changing what Mahomes – like, Mahomes is so great. You don't have to stick with one thing. I go back to that NFL Films play, the one – you know, and there's so many there, where he's talking on the sidelines like, ah, this guy was in the wrong place. That is supposed to throw you off. That is designed to make you make a mistake, Gold. If your wide receiver is lined up wrong in the Super Bowl in which you trail, that's supposed to make you make a mistake. You're supposed to fail in that moment. And Patrick's just like, eh, it's fine. I'm pretty sure he'll still be open. Like, you know, he wasn't shaken by that. I think that's why you don't have to be afraid that – I thought, you know, like, and we didn't know. We didn't know for sure that Patrick Mahomes would be willing to be like, hey, can you do more of an Alex Smithian-style offense but your way? Because his way of Alex Smith offense is 5,000 yards and – 40-plus touchdowns and leading the league in both those things. But he had to look like a different kind of quarterback. One thing Philadelphia might have to change is a play that seemingly hit every single time. It seemed like it's an unstoppable play with the quarterback they Seems have. Seems like I think it might the, be the, actually unstoppable. Yeah, the offensive line that they had. And I'm talking about really that the QB sneak, but it was more of the what they called the tush push. It's actually the, the official name that they call it. That's such a ridiculous name. Um, but basically, the NFL is looking to ban that play. Uh, Fox NFL rules analyst Dean Blandino says, quote, the NFL wants to showcase the athleticism and skill of our athletes. It's not a skillful play. It's not a fun play to watch. It's not. And I think if you're... And it sucks because you can't defend it. So you're just like, we're stuck here. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL says you can't do it. They used to ban it. Like they used to ban a version of this in the past. So it's not something that's completely new. That, that became a money play for Philadelphia throughout the season. And this is why that decision from Jarek McKinnon to go ahead and slouch down at the half yard line or whatever was genius because if the chiefs score, I'm not saying they sure for sure wouldn't have won. And they might've made the stop. They might've, but Jalen hurts would have had plenty of time. They marched down the field. They would have gone for two Cody and they, so they might've ran that play and the chiefs couldn't stop it. And so thank goodness McKinnon heads my, up play and, ma- and, and was able to set up the, the field goal that ultimately only left what five seconds left. On my the issue here is the same issue that I've had with what's happened to Kansas city the last couple of years, just because it works. Doesn't mean you should ban it. Cause that's what was happening with Kansas city. It's like they were doing things when they're like, let's get rid of that thing that they do. Well, let's talk about a rule change because they do something well. And I don't think that that's a, that's a nice way to do it. They found a competitive advantage. I feel like you should at least leave the loophole open for a bit. One year. That's all they get one year. Anybody else in the league can run that play. Just because they're not willing doesn't mean that they shouldn't. By the way, we're finishing up our week. We've been here all week. We went to Miami, or my, we went to Phoenix. We then we got go back Miami, from Phoenix. Yeah. Then we went to Rally House. Then the parade on Wednesday, back in studio for the final two days. My kid has made an appearance here for the second straight day. Ruby, now's your last chance. Do you want to talk one more time on the radio before the week is over? Do you want to say something? 
Okay, here's the microphone. What do you want to talk about? You, oh, she, oh, she she's, my headphones. She's, gra- <laughs> she's grabbing the headphones as well. She's like, hey, in order to do this radio thing, I have to have the headphones on as well. This is how that works. When okay, you- Ruby, what we want to hear about is what do you want to do with your Friday night tonight? Um, I... Say it. It's okay. What do you want to do tonight? What do you want for dinner? What do you want to watch? What do you want to play with? What do you want to do with your Friday night? I want to watch Hamilton. You want to watch Hamilton? Okay. What do you want to eat for dinner? Say it loud. Uh, Thinking about it. Come on. What do you want? Um, French fries and chicken nuggets. Fine choice. <laughs> Hamilton fries. with French fries and chicken nuggets. Hey, a perfect Friday evening. That might be my dinner, too, you know? I might, I might go with French fries. I don't think you're going to watch Hamilton. I'm, maybe not Hamilton, but I might go French fries and some chicken nuggets, too, Ruby. I think that sounds fantastic. Fine work. Is that it? <laughs> Anything else to add? No, I think she's done. Well, there you go. I think I know, Cody, your, your work, weekend's plan, man. Your your night's plan. You're good to sounds go. Sounds like, honestly, sounds like a perfectly fine Friday night to that me. That seems like well, makes well, it a little bit easier. Plan, Why cook tonight? You know, just go get some chicken nuggets and fries. And almost always, you know? that's one of those, like, frozen items that we almost always have at our house is French fries and chicken nuggets. So it's almost always that somewhere in the freezer. You probably need an air fryer, them. Yeah, the air fryer. I don't have an air fryer. No, you, that's why I said this you probably is, need one. Yeah, the air fryer would be great for this. I just put them in the oven. I don't microwave yeah. them like a... Yeah, Heathen. don't do the microwave. Don't do that. There's certain things that just, like, you know, for instance, I understand it takes a really long time to to cook, you know, like a Hot Pocket in the oven. It's 100,000 times better that way than in the <laughs> microwave. Seems like a lot of time to make for a Hot Pocket. Like, there's some things I always laugh on, like, <laughs> I know, if like, you have the frozen, like, like, if you've ever minutes. had, like, the frozen... Um, what, what do you call it? like lean cuisine or whatever? And like, it'll give you oven instructions. It's like putting what taking 35 minutes for a lean cuisine to get done. Seems crazy. Absolutely insane uh, versus the microwave. But yeah, I guess it, you know, it's a little bit different in the oven versus uh, in, in the microwave. Well, I got to turn the volume down on my phone because now <laughs> Ruby has, uh, she's asked to look at all photos on my phone, which is one of her favorite things to do. And the iPhones just make these like movie montages of things. Um, so I can't promise there's, there'll be no commentary. <laughs> a lot of times there's stuff about like, look at me. I was a baby. I'm so cute. It's that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I had to turn down the volume cause they play little like soundtracks with it. I do want to point this out. There's just in the last minute or so something from Albert Breer, just AFC West type of news. Uh, he was saying that wide receiver for the Broncos, Jerry Judy was available for a trade in October and November. He wasn't traded because quote, no one was willing to give Denver what it would take to get him. Remains to be seen what will happen this off season. So Sean Payne, new head coach, Jerry Judy, I mean, someone that you could argue uh, had to have been ultra frustrated with the way things were. He finally thought he had a quarterback there, and nothing came from it. So Jerry Judy, maybe another wide receiver to keep an eye on that could be on the move. I don't think he's coming to Kansas City. No, 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 no. And also, what the hell were Denver asking for? You're not getting your first-round pick back out of that. You better accept that right now. Too many talented wide receivers in the draft I could go for with the first-round pick (laughs) before Judy. Thanks. Not that he's a bad wide receiver, just not good enough for the first again. Thanks to all our guests this week. Thanks to Pete Sweeney for stopping by in the 11 o'clock hour today. Thanks to Jed Marshall for filling in for Nick Schwartz. Hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. We are all off on Monday observing President's Day. Uh, Nick is going to be in on Tuesday. Our full show will be back together next Wednesday. So hope everybody enjoys the great weather. Thanks to Ruby Desmond for coming in. You want to say bye, Doing Ruby? A great job on the say radio. Bye. Loud. Bye. There you go. It's Cody and Gold. Have a great weekend.